And we're back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, with the second half of the Scobro Show. I am Dave Schofield, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, which I don't think I said in the first half. And with me, as always, is my big brother, Rich. Rich, how are you? Which you did say in the first half about your big brother, Rich. And Rich I did is still say about big brother, Rich. <laughs> Rich is still here, and he is doing just fine. Yes, 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 yes. Talk uh, Steelers. This is fun just because we're asking questions that we're trying to get the other one to answer, but we can't answer these. The whole point of this, of our exercise right now, is we are asking the questions that need answered during training camp or the first part of the season if they don't even get completely answered in training camp. So we're asking the questions. And we're trying to answer them, but really all we're doing is is giving our best educated guess. But boy, isn't it going to be great to get to see the Steelers on the field? I mean, we're nine days away. Is it nine days? No, wait, nine days. I'm a, I'm a week shy of that. Today's the 20th, right? No, we're, we're nine days away from my daughter's birthday. That's what the nine days was. Sorry. <laughs> we're, we're just... We're just under, we're just over two weeks away. So it's 16 days. That's another week beyond that. It's a week past my dollars, but that um 16 days, 15, one of those things. So we're going to get to see the Steelers, not all of them. And I, like I said, I don't care if Ben Roethlisberger's not playing. I don't care if PJ Watt's not playing. I don't care if some of the big name guys are playing. I want to see all the guys all the way down this 90 man roster. And I want to see what these other, what these other guys are bringing that could possibly make this team. So Pretty happy about that. Let's review our questions that we've done so far. Yep. Your questions were? Can this year's defense live up to expectations? Can this year's defense live up to expectations? Then you asked, and I asked, who's the punter? Okay. Then you asked? Is Matt Canada's offense the answer? Okay. And then I asked very similar about what will a Matt Canada and Ben Roethlisberger-led offense look like? Um. So it's funny. I'm getting stuff in the breaking news channel from BTSC. So, um, (laughs) huh? Now it's interesting that the, it's funny. We've been talking about the Steelers reporting the training camp on Thursday, because that's what was reported. Now the Pittsburgh Steelers put out on Twitter eight minutes ago that they are reporting tomorrow. Okay. Even better. It could even be, you know, they're just there. They got to, you know, get in their lockers, you know, all the other stuff. I don't know. I don't know. But but maybe somebody put, you know, scheduled the tweet to go out and, you know, mistype. (laughs) Maybe, yeah, maybe. Or maybe it was supposed to go out at, uh, maybe it was supposed to go out at 9, at at 9.40 a.m. tomorrow rather than 9.40 p.m. today. I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? But anyway, that's okay. that's that's pretty funny that Jeff threw that out there. So you said about the about the sorry, I got distracted by that, but that was funny. Um, we both asked kind of Matt Canada offense yep. questions. Then you asked can, about can the, the uh, offensive line open holes for the running game. Can the offensive line open holes for the running game? And I said, and I said, are the tackles up to the task? So those were two very similar questions. All right, Rich. No, they were not. Um, they, they were not. Similar they were different. Questions. They were. They were under the same subtopic, but not because the, same the one the last one you asked me is closer to this one. Okay, let's do it. Can the offensive line protect Ben? Can the okay? So you first did the run, and then you say, "Can the offensive yes. line protect Ben?" Honestly, that's going to be a big question. As 
it, it's crazy because the story on Kevin Dotson coming in his rookie year is that he was a mauler in the run game, but he needed some work on his pass protection. Then after he actually played NFL games, according to Pro Football Focus, he was the number one ranked guard in pass protection in the NFL last year. So then people were all of a sudden, he needs to learn to run block. What do you mean he needs to learn to run block? Everything we heard about him coming in is how he's really a run blocker. So there's been different narratives about this line. Oh, it's more designed for run for to run the ball now. Is it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I'm going to take uh-huh. your same question. And can they protect Big Ben? Because it feeds into what my 30 scenarios in 30 days was this morning. Mm-hmm. And that was, I said, if if Ben Roethlisberger has time, he's going to pass the ball deep down the field. And that's what it all comes down to. You could see as the season went on last year, part of it was Ben didn't have confidence that he had time to throw it. And it took him the entire first half of the Colts game until they didn't attempt a deep pass until the last two minutes of the first half. And they were trying to push the ball down the field then. And next thing you know, they all of a sudden realized, hey, it was it was Pouncey, DeCastro, and Dotson on the inside. And they were getting the job done that Ben actually had time to throw. And then he started throwing long passes, like 38-yard touchdowns to Deontay Johnson and things like that. So I think this is a really great question. And it's and because it's such a different offensive line, I don't I don't think it's possible to answer this until we see what no. they do on the field. I will but say this. I'll just say um, I'll, I will say I will say this. It's an extremely important question. Um it, it, you notice that the, I put those two together and I came up yeah. with them around the same time. And on YouTube, Sean Manahan says something. And on Facebook, Sherry Richards says something very similar. Yeah. And that is that they feel that they will be able to protect Ben if we're able to also run the football. Yeah. If we can not be one. See, to me, those two go together. If we, oh, if, ready? If we can be. Oh, yep. Sorry. Yep. Go for it. I don't want to take ask. it. Go no, ahead. I'm not even going to ask. I'm going to take it. Yep. You said if the running game works, yes, they'll be able to protect Ben. My answer is if they're able to protect Ben where he can push the ball down the field, then the running game's going to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I knew that's where you were going there, too. It's like, Chick, you as know, long as, as chicken long or as egg. <laughs> well, as long as the line can make it so that we are not one dimensional, yeah. we are, they are going to be a better line overall. Because if yeah. they're not one-dimensional, it helps keep teams off balance, which then makes it, what I want to say, easier or easier for the line, more difficult for the defense to do exactly what they want to do. Yeah. I like, And if all you're doing is extremely short passes, defending them and the run together is you're defending the same thing. It's very yeah. similar. In, in how you would defend those. So you've got to be able to, if if you can move the ball down the field through the air, then that's going to not only that's going to open up both the short passing game and the run game. You know, they, they're Cree says it perfectly. He says they interlink. They interlink. They do. In, ah, interlink there. I you're you're really struggling off. with just pronunciation and I'll be honest with you. Say something for a minute or two. 
Oh, yeah. Could you blame it on you need a drink? He's going to take a drink of water, and you all think he's going to get better? No. No, my tongue kept sticking to the roof of my mouth. Seriously. That's what happens when you have a softball game and come home and try to scarf down some dinner quick before the show. You've got, I feel like I got bacon grease on the top of my on the top of my mouth. So yes, I was, eating, with, I was eating bacon wrapped chicken. That's what I was eating. Are, are, so, are you dealing with down there what we're dealing with up here? Well, you, spell I it need out. To get on, I need to get on to Michael Beck what? or something. Oh, gee whiz, you should see it up here. Got all that smoke coming down from Canada, eh? Oh, do you? No, we don't have oh, that yeah. here. But I, I oh, yeah. saw that. I saw something on Twitter about some some I'm not sure what stadium it was that you were they were dealing with that. So let me get to my second or my number two question. Because uh, as I was counting mine down, my question number is two. Number two. <sighs> what what's the how how's everything going to shape up at the cornerback situation? Who's going to be playing the outside? Who's going to be playing the slot and and those things? Exactly, you know, we know what player they might they're going to probably start off in places, but who's actually going to be answering those roles and taking those roles by the time week one rolls around? Oh, I, I was ready for this one. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> See, Dave answer. You're giving it. These all deserve Dave answer. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah mm-hmm. that's one where, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's been, mm-hmm. you can go down to different train of thoughts that you've seen go on out there. And that's that, you know, hey, maybe James Pierre wins the outside spot and you got Cam Sutton playing in the slot. But again, I saw what Jeffrey had done on, was it him or, or uh, Kevin that did all the film on Sutton? Not, I don't not remember. Might have given credit, but it was one it was of great, them. It, it was, was great, great film that showed how good Sutton was on the outside, um, and you know, seeing how that all plays out is going to be part of the fun of training camp. And, and so, what I want to see, what I want to really see in that. Remember last year how we kept talking about what we were really looking forward to was Banner and Chooks fighting for that other tackle spot. Yeah. That's what I want to have fun seeing this train camp. Yep. Sutton and potentially Pierre fighting. Maybe Lustin to, Jane gets in on it. Correct. Exactly. You know, Arthur Mollett, who played for the Jets, could maybe get in. We'll see. Right. Yeah. You, you've, you're going to have all these guys fighting for these spots. I love it. Um, I really, you know, if you ask me just to, you know, take a stand and have a take on it, I really think Sutton can it is the odds-on favorite to win that outside spot. I really do. Sutton's going to be the answer somewhere, honestly, if you think about it. But yes, Jeffrey brought up an interesting point. He thinks James Pierre brings the physicality to the position to where he could play the slot, although he's never that's not what they've seen him do. And people are like, that that's crazy. He's like, but he checks the boxes so i don't know if that's something they're going to try or not maybe maybe or maybe not so um that's interesting can i ask a follow-up question with that sure can do you feel like that's a position they need to add to D 
Do I okay? <laughs> do I as a fan feel that's a position they need to add, add to? I said need. Need. I will say you can give a Dave answer. No. Personally, no. Mm -hmm. Do a lot of fans feel there's still a need there? I think there are a lot of fans still feel there's a need to add somebody there. I don't necessarily feel that way. We'll know how the front office feels. Yeah, right now I'm, you know, my thing is the front office feels good with it. Yeah. Because they haven't done anything else. But if they do something else, that will tell you that maybe they're like, hey, too many question marks to just, you know, we got to throw another guy in the mix to help make sure we get the, the question mark answered. Am I allowed to answer this one? Go ahead, since it was a follow-up. Okay. The answer is... Yes, because it's also very different from my number one. Okay. So go ahead. Not yet. Do they need to add it? Yeah. Question? Not exactly. yet. You know? And I know there was a report. There was a, a tweet that was out there. did delete it real quick that there was the report of the Steelers were signing Steven Nelson. And then Nelson kind of refuted that. Um, that was some crazy stuff that Michael Beck was sharing with us. He's up on all that stuff because you know Michael wants to sign everyone. I'm also going to remind you what I told Michael. If you don't want the Steelers to have to do any other contract extensions or restructures, wait. That going on now to save more cap space and push more money off in order to sign someone else. The Steelers have, I, I have it that they need 9.5 million for the season between the, the last two guys on the roster that count once they cut down to 53 and the practice squad, assuming it goes to 16 and assuming that the Steelers sign as many under the uh, many veterans that you're allowed to, which is six, because they, they get paid a little bit more, you know, you could skimp a little bit of money there. And then you need some money to, to that the, the amount that the Steelers generally like to have to create, to conduct business throughout the season. If you take that, then the Steelers only have 0.4 million dollars left under the number that I have estimated. So you're like, well, what could they sign someone to? Well, if you look at roster displacement, then you're talking about that you could sign somebody for one year, 1.25 million. And I don't know that some people, everyone's still big on the Malik Hooker thing. Um, the Steven Nelson, I don't see that happening for that amount of money, which then means they have to do something else. I'd be, I'd be in favor of a Joe Hayden extension, which dropped his number down. A, a TJ Watt mega deal is probably not going to happen until September, but even so, I don't think it's going to lower his salary cap hit much at all because I think he's going to get a huge signing bonus like he should. Um, so there's other things to do, and I've preached it from the mountaintops for a very long time about everyone still doesn't understand why they didn't restructure Stefan to it, and it's because the can would get bigger by yep. kicking it down the road because of how everything works with him being in the old CBA with his contract and adding a 17th game. The Steelers yep. would have to pay an extra half million dollars out of pocket that he would get paid otherwise from the league. And that money would then count towards the salary cap split over two years. So why do it if you don't have to? Yep. So that's it. So right now, the number that I have the Steelers at, I have them after. Now there's another factor with this. I have them at nine, my article that we ran this morning. It was 9.9 .9 under the cap. But that's assuming that there was no void years in either Trey Turner's or, or Melvin, um, Ingram's. Melvin Ingram's deal. Yep. One of the places that reports salary cap stuff has void years for Turner. 
but they also don't even have him with the correct base salary that he would be getting. So, and I haven't That's seen that reported anywhere else. So if, they if he did have four years, they cut it from somewhere and forgot yeah. to edit. Well, if, and if they did have void years on Turner, that would save like another 1.5 to one, you know, not quite $1.6 million that you would then have available if they had void years to Ingram's. Yeah. But that's also kicking it the can down the road right now. So yeah. that's pretty good. Let's get to our last questions here. Okay. I'm going to give credit. Okay. To credit is due. Mm -hmm. To Kyle. I was right. Kyle came up with it. Yes. Uh, I asked Kyle because I sit here right now questions and Kyle gave me this one and I wrote it down. So I'm even going to ask it to, to you the same way he posed it to me. Okay. Here's the question. Can Najee be the man? Can Najee be the man? Okay. Not, no, yes. I, I'm going to answer that one. Yes. He's going to be the man. The question is, what level is that man going to be? He's he's the guy. He's the guy. He's the running back. He's the guy. As long as he's healthy, I, I still said I don't wish anything. Expecting him to play in every game, I think, is too much of an expectation. I'm trying to get Steeler fans prepared for this. Only two running backs started 16 games last season. Derrick Henry and Devin Singletary. That's it. That's all. So and it, and it wasn't like there was a guy that oh he wasn't on the field because it was it was a it was a um they started five wide or he started 50 games no it wasn't even that it was it was the next most was someone who started 10 games and that was Giovanni Bernard um because after Joe after Joe Mixon was hurt so he played in all 16 games and started 10 but he wasn't the starter you know what i'm saying because guys miss time guys miss time especially your main guy. So I'm trying to set up Steeler Nation that they're not disappointed if all, all of a sudden he's he he misses a two two game stretch. If he any if he plays 14 games that's great. Anything more than that is fantastic. So just keep that in mind to not set the bar too high. But he's going to be the man when he's playing. The only question is 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 the scheme and the blocking going to come together to have him be the man? So I like that. Do you want to answer your own question? Because that's not my question. Oh, uh, I was right where you were. Yeah, was, you know, just he, he's going to be put it. He's going to be given every opportunity to be the man. Yeah. And if the Steelers, as an offensive unit, perform as a unit, then he will be the man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I I think you're right. Um, I'm going to go to my question. Okay. You ready? No. Go I can't ahead. believe you didn't ask this. See, I asked the oh, way I'm we sure. asked. Dude, no. I had zillions of questions. Dude, I the type of questions we asked were two completely different types of questions, which I liked that it worked out that way. That made it perfect. Here's the question. Yep. It's going to be answered during training camp. Who's the starting center? That's my yeah. number one question. Who's the starting center? All right. Do you want me in terms of what I hope, or do you want me in terms of just of you can give an answer? But remember, we're throwing out answers when these are really things that are going to be answered during training camp. But if you want to go ahead and answer it, you can. My hope, my dream, and I started hoping it on draft night <laughs> was mm -hmm. was Kendrick Green 
comes in, goes Mike Webster on the place, mm-hmm. and everybody looks at that guy and says, that guy's too good not to put on the field. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. wins the starting job. That's my yeah. hope. That's what I hope to see in training camp. But we won't know that answer until training camp. Yeah, I, I do find that really interesting that you said that because you know Mike Webster only started two games in his first two seasons. I I, I do know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not- so, but I know what you mean that it's one of those things that's like, whoa, we got more here than what we bargained for. But yes. to me, that's why it's not fair to compare him to Marquise Pouncey because Pouncey was a first round draft pick. But even Marquise Pouncey, they were like, yeah, we don't have to have him start right away and he just showed that he was the starter he, yeah just and then the camp, everybody's you know? like oh no we have to have him start right away you and know? that's what and, i hope to see from Kenny green yes and and here's dude, i think that dude has that kind of ability and i think he has that kind of oh i hate to say it that that kind of stealer work ethic yes so we will see what what it'll be it's going to it's going to be answered during camp, you know. End of story. Um, all I'm going to do is just remind people of something. And remember, this is one of my most one of my favorite players. Is that I really like BJ Finney. I do. I always had. I was crushed when he left. I love the video from when he told announced to his family that dreams do come true. I just signed as a free agent, undrafted free agent with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Loved him ever since that. You know, that and I asked him about that in the Q&A one time where I submitted a question and it was under Steelers Superfan Dad. And he said that that name was pretty legit. So I, I also like that. So. Well, and, and, who doesn't, and who doesn't love bad yeah. in the BJ? Finney oh, pants? exactly. Exactly. I mean, but we'd be breaking the BJ Finney pants bag out for bad to put on. And, you know. Yeah. But a lot of people were for some people that are looking for things that they, that they want to con- or be concerned about is they're like, Oh, Trey Turner injured last year, played terrible or, or didn't even say he's injured. Trey Turner played terrible in 2020. You can't expect him to do anything in 2021. Okay. Melvin Ingram didn't play anywhere close to it, which Jeffrey showed that wasn't true. He just didn't get sacks, but yeah. And he had much limited time, but, but still the narrative is like, he didn't play as well in 2020. Why would you expect him to be, to be good again in 2021? And yet the, some of those same people expect BJ Finney to be the savior at center. Only because he was with the Steelers before. You could, anyone else who would have signed BJ Finney other than the Steelers, you would have said the same thing. They're like, he couldn't, he couldn't even get on the, on the field for the terrible offensive line of the bungles. What makes you think that he's going to be the answer? So for people that are like, oh, it's okay if it takes green a while, because we have Finney. I don't want to have to once, you know, go hope that both Finney and Turner are guys that are coming back from a really down 2020 and have to step up to regain some stuff in 2021. And even regaining what BJ Finney was in, in 2019, he's still the guy who came in for an injured Marquise Pouncey on the first snap, stepped on Mason Rudolph's foot and got him knocked out for the season. You know, it's not that he was the guy anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I would be very happy if we just if BJ Finney comes back and his quality depth at center and guard. 
That would be my expectation for him. And I'm hoping that he doesn't have to start. But what I said on the Steelers preview last Thursday when we were saying our, our what was it, our, I can't remember, best and worst case scenarios, that's what it was, is that the best case scenario when it comes to center is that you're multiple players are deserving of getting the start and you have to pick which one's best. Yeah. That's the scenario. You don't want it to be like, all right, we're going to have to start this person by default. Make sense? So oh yeah. That's kind of how I feel. So I kind of went off on my little bit of speech. So that's okay. This was fun. And the present was, was much fun. Answering questions. This took a this took a while. And we had a lot to talk about to start with the Melvin Ingram stuff and everything else. I know there's still people swirling around. I'm people are expecting another signing. I'm not simply because of the numbers, but it's not that I'm saying it's impossible. I'm just saying if you're waiting for it because you think the Steelers still have room, they they it's not that they can't sign them now. It's that it just means that they'll they will have to do something between now and basically September 1st when all that happened. So, Rich, we need our big question. And what I was thinking that we should do for a big question is that we should pick one of either yours or mine questions that we asked tonight and see if there was one that could give a nice, you know, not a big, long explanation answer or anything else. Is there any one question that you liked the most that you would like to ask for tonight? No, you can pick. <laughs> oh, you're leaving it on me. <laughs> you're leaving it on me. Well, no, you always like to ask that question and, you know, Try to mm-hmm. try to put it over to me, and I'm well. Like, I'm also trying to think. Did we ask the starting center question ever before? Is our big question? I can't I remember. We, we did. did or not. I don't think we did. And I said that would be a fun one because really you're looking at three options. Right? Yeah. Yes. You're looking at Hassenauer, Finney, or Green. Yes. Now remember, so let's, ask, let's ask the center question. So exactly, you said you're very hopeful that it's Kendrick Green. You just yep. don't know that it'll definitely happen the first week. I think it'll be Green eventually. The, the only question is when. So I'm going to bring it up right now to, to for people to do the way this works. You just give your your name answer. You know, long explanations. We're not going to read. Okay. Of who you think is the starting center in week one, we'll bring it up, read them off, and that's how we like to finish up our show each week. So the question is out there for you all to answer. So do, 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 do. So this is going to be a much better question after, let's say, the first two preseason games out of the four. I think we'll get a much better idea then. All right, so here we go. started because they're, they're, they're rocking yep. now. Steelers, Pittsburgh says Finney. Kriika says green. Sean Manahan says green. Mike Smith says green. Okay. This one's a, more of an explanation, but I'm only going to read it just because it does make sense. Steel Dog Idiot says whoever Ben is more comfortable with, but probably green. Okay. Um, Money Bags says KG. That is Kevin Green. Steeler Chick 46 says Green. Okay. Um, someone said that we didn't bring a back, you know, backup quarterback. I don't think that there's any question about backup quarterback. Nope, there isn't. No, no, number two is Mason. That's what it is. Yep. Okay. The question is at number three. Okay. Um, Lake Effects No One says Green. Okay. Kevin, we'll just say Kevin. Ulrich. 
Oh, thank you, Rich. Um, says Finney. Uh, Reginald River says Greens. Um, Thomas Arbuckle. I think I got that right. Says you Green. Did. Here we go, Steelers. I'll say that one. And I'll even say the next one because George says hashtag pick up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Brian Blackstock says Kendrick Green. He's a mauler. No, you know who's a real mauler? Mike Rozier was a mauler. How about Arthur Mollette in the secondary? No, see, you don't get what my <laughs> reference there. See, Kyle I and I were Kyle and I were talking USFL this morning. Okay. <laughs> and for one year, we had the Pittsburgh Maulers. Oh, that's and right. Mike that's Rozier right. was their first draft. Okay, there, dude, uh -huh. that's, so that's before my time. Okay, that that's right up Badge Alley. Sherry Richards says Finney. Uh, Joseph Brown says I hope Green. Okay. Um. That and right now things are kind of drying up because people came fast and furious with that. Okay. Uh Mike Smith says <laughs> Dave, Dave with the dad joke. <laughs> of course. Of course. You know what's funny? My son, who is 10, and it's funny. I've just go through this out there. This is a this is our family show. This is this is what this is. This is the two bros talking. Do you know what happened eight years ago today? Eight years ago today was when my son who was currently two, yep. not currently, who was two at the he time, was two. Yep. broke his femur and ended up in a cast from his armpits to his ankles for six weeks. And luckily, I had someone to call on that had experienced something very similar and basically the same cast in yep. my big brother, Rich, because Kyle did the same thing. He was what, like two and a half? When three. Him? He was he three. Was three. He was three. Had and just um, was... Just a couple months past three. Yeah. But uh, my son, I, I had to show that, you know, they actually, they, they gave him a dog, a, a stuffed dog at the hospital. And he still keeps that dog. And we had to sing happy birthday to him today because that's how we remember that, that this happened. But um, luckily he doesn't remember, but he's Ted now. But the whole reason I brought him up is he loves dad jokes. So I, I, I love that I could do dad jokes because my 10 year old, he loves, loves dad jokes. Okay. Um, uh, oh, Thomas Artbuckle said that happened to me when I was four. Wow. Broken femur. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You know, had to do the, I mean, it was 1230 in the morning when he was, when my son had his surgery. So technically. Surgery. In a few hours. Yeah. They had to reset it or put him under. I mean, they put they him under to reset it. it. Yes. Right. So yeah. he hasn't yeah. surgery. Right. They put, yes. right. But they, yeah, they put the kids under to, to set to set it because they're afraid they won't hold still yeah at, uh, enough to do it and it'll just be too painful so they yes. put them under so they they it, and... it was deemed uh, stuff as a surgery but it's not like they cut them open with a scalpel or anything like that it was just nope yeah no cuts made. That, that was that's uh, it's, it's funny because mike smith says i love dad jokes too yeah they're great so rich we've gone a little I'm... bit over we always do yeah what else <laughs> sorry man uh -huh. And yes, Weird. that is right. Strongest bone in your body, and he broke it. Wow. Yep. yep. Both my oldest son and Rich's oldest son both have the same thing. I only have one son now, so of course yes. he's the oldest son. Well, but um, well, uh, ironically, <laughs> though, now um, with both of them, the femur that was broken is now stronger, stronger than the femur that was not. Yep. Well, I mean, even at his six-month appointment all those years ago, the doctor had to say, okay, which leg was it? You know, that's good stuff too. Well, not just that, um, but with Kyle, Kyle's, uh, was Gabriel's a spiral break? Uh, yeah. So if you're watching on YouTube, yeah. Kyle's was like this. 
and they didn't put it all the way back together to heal. Mm-hmm. They leave, they leave it apart a little bit, so it can, yeah, so that it will calcify around and actually make yep. the bone thicker, so it's yep. now stronger. So it's yeah, pretty it cool. Was, yeah, it was. It, but I tell you what, it was, it was one of those things. It was tough to get through, but it was only for a moment. My wife spent a lot of nights sleeping on the floor. You know, kept him in the kept. He was just two, so he we still had him. He was just about to move out of his crib. Uh, only lasted happened. about you know half a regular season. Half a regular season. There you, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. So sorry that we kind of got off on that, but I that's all right. said dad jokes and it just wanted me to yay to 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 talk about these kind of things that we experience. Think, speaking of things that we experience, apparently the Steelers are reporting to camp tomorrow, even after it was reported it was going to be Thursday. But um, tomorrow was the first day that the NFL said they could report, so I guess they're going to do it. The question is how much they're really going to do. We don't know. We don't know that we're going to get any reports of anything happening until next Wednesday when they had their first padded practice at Heinz Field where fans will be in attendance. If you're going to be there, let us know. That would be fantastic. Um, But as this happens, we're going to be here continuing to bring the content behind the steel curtain.com tons of articles, everything going on there that you need to know about as, as the season gets rolling. Okay. Lots of good stuff there today. Lots and lots and lots of good stuff. Big day for the site. Um, and then we got all the podcasts with the new ones coming out as well. We're starting to sprinkle them in. I think the first one, the first new one might be starting next week with the football Steelers football fantasy fix. I think starts next week um, in the audio only form. All of our new podcasts are audio only. We are still just doing the the um the one per day on on the YouTube side, but we'll have lots of options for you. You should if you want to hear more Pittsburgh Steelers content. I can't keep up with all of it because we have so much. All you've got to do is go anywhere where 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 you can get podcasts and search for you can search for behind the steel curtain. You can just look for Steelers, and we're going to be one of the top ones there. And you there's all the podcasts there. You can get them. Um, Rich. Anything else hey. you want to say here before we before we head out? Nobody beats the biz. Nobody beats the biz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just couldn't resist. So. Um, I, I know, I, I I got you. But hey, do you know what's great? Next week when we meet here, we're, we're going to be talking about how tomorrow we're going to get to see the Steelers on the field with padded practices and everything. I know. I know. I'm I'm so pumped. You know what I say about that? What do you say about that? Can't wait. <laughs>